welcome. Uh, this morning we have Beck Strawn with us from Raw by Beck. Uh, and we'll be chatting a little bit about her life, a little bit about her business, and uh, a little bit about what gets her going. So welcome to the show. Thank you. It's nice to be here. Oh, excellent. So um, Beck, let's, let's start off with how it all got started. Um, tell us a little bit about your backstory and yeah, what, um, what got you to this point in life? Yeah, absolutely. So um, as at present, um, I have a fitness studio called Raw by Beck. Um, but essentially, the fitness studio is in place because I needed a place to house the workout. So um, rewinding um, to my uni days, um, I was working as a personal trainer um, and teaching group fitness classes um, all the way through as my uni job. Um, was studying business at uni um, and just essentially loved the fitness industry. So just tailored all of my study, everything around learning as much as I possibly could about the business of fitness. Yeah, right. Um, and so when I finished uh, university, I got myself to the point where I actually started working a corporate job mm -hmm. um, and progressed there really quickly, which was um, awesome. But it very quickly got to the point that I was doing these PT sessions and group fitness classes before and after work. All right, that's um, Yeah, and I was getting pretty exhausted. Yeah. Um, got to the point that it was like, okay, cool. So you can either stay doing one thing or the other. You can't really yep. keep doing yep. the two. So made the big decision and went, I'm going to quit my corporate job yeah. and go full-time into running my first official full-time business yeah. um, where I started working as a personal trainer, just taking on one-on-one -on -one clients, yeah. um, but still was teaching these group fitness classes on the side um, at multiple different gyms all around Brisbane. Oh, gosh. Um, and it got to the point that I kind of hit this roadblock, which I think a lot of people do. Um, in business where you realize that if you're doing that one-on-one -on -one, um, time exchange for money, mm -hmm. you can only ever earn so much. You're That's kind right. of capped and it's dependent upon your energy, your availability. And when you go away, yep. you don't earn any money. That's right. Um, and so I was loving teaching all of these group fitness classes. Um, but in order for me to be able to build my personal training business, mm. I had to stop them because the prime time that I was teaching was prime personal training That's time. That's right, yep. So yep. got myself to the point that I was like, man, like there has to be a way that yeah. I can combine the two. There has to be a different um, variable that I'm missing. Yep. Um, so I just posted on Facebook that I was going to start running some small group training classes, okay. four people at a time, just like what I was doing with my personal training but just more bit, people, yeah. yeah. Yep. A little bit cheaper, a little bit more cost-effective for yep. people. Um, very, very quickly, within about 12 hours, I had 24 sessions booked in Gosh. and it just exploded. It just got to the point that people were like, yeah, we want to do multiple of these no every way. single week with you. Um, yeah, and it was really, Just from really your cool. like Facebook posts? Literally. Yeah. I just started filming videos. Yeah. Um, and so people could see what it was kind of about. Oh, awesome. They saw it was different. Yep. Um, was that of the group classes? Or yeah. Was that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Little group classes that I was teaching. Yeah. Um, and so that's just kind of how I just started promoting it. Yeah. Um, word of mouth spread really, really quickly. People were like, we want to do these more. Can we do more of them? Um, and then it got to the point that everyone else in the gym, like the other trainers, were kind of like, ugh. You're making a bit too much noise. Oh no. Because I was this radical little girl who was kind of like jumping around yep. and like doing the workouts yep. with them and making a lot of noise. Okay. And and so they kind of went to management and they were like, look, can she go and just use the group fitness studio? Are we doing this like in the gym? On, on the, the gym, gym floor. No yeah. way. Yeah, like with everyone else kind of in the area, kind of like seriously like doing their clients what? and i was like okay we're with gonna do four that. people yeah no that's yeah. insane that's awesome yeah and so it was lots of fun and people really liked it yeah. obviously it was causing a lot of buzz yeah um and so i spoke with management and i was like am i able to use that group fitness studio space it's empty it's not being used yeah. um and they essentially were like yes you can 
but you have to pay for it. Of course. Um, and so I was like, okay, so tell me the guidelines around it. You yeah. know, what does that look like? Yeah. Um, so essentially they were like, look, it's a separate business to your personal training. Yeah. You can, rather than teaching four at a time, it's classified as a group fitness class. So you can teach up to 60 at a time. Oh, wow. You can utilize the space, the sound system, Equipment, yep. Right? And so I was able to hire it per hour off them. And so I... That's good, yeah. Yeah, and I just started one. It was 5.15 a.m. every Thursday, and that's it. One class. In the afternoon or the morning? A.m. A.m. Okay, wow. 5.15 a.m. And all of my 24-odd sessions... I condensed into one. No way. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And so everyone across the week was all condensed down. And that's when my mind started ticking. Mm. And I was like, hang on a second. All of that work yeah. that I did has now been condensed into one. Yeah. Which actually gives me more time to make the workouts better. Yeah. yeah. To plan the workouts. And that's when I was like, there's a sound system. I can utilize the sound system. Yep. And I was loving teaching these group fitness classes yeah. for the gym. Yep. And so I was like, man, imagine if I could make my own. What would that look yep. like? Yeah. Um, and so then I started studying and researching, okay, how can I get the best results for my clients? How can I condense an incredible workout into one hour? Mm-hmm. How can I give them everything they need in terms of cardio, strength, core, functional it's a training? Pretty big core, hey. Yeah. But yeah. And it became so popular that people were then like, could we maybe do two classes a week? Yeah. Could we maybe do three? And so then I set up where every time there was an available space, yep. I would just hire it. No way. And I would just book it and I set up a membership base. Yep. Um, I started creating cardio, core, strength, stretch, all these different classes. And it got to the point that um, I remember I was going to Melbourne for the weekend. Yep. Um, and it fell over when one of my classes was running and i was like Ooh. oh no like i've got people paying yeah. on a membership base they're gonna want to have this class yeah and so that then forced me to make it a training program of course yeah train someone up to teach the classes for me um then we had two trainers and then we had three and it was just kind of like growing and growing and growing yeah but it sounds very organically like you hit that roadblock and you're just like yeah which way am i going to go and then you yeah you just sort of got another trainer and what was that like first time you had to sort of train someone up so hard yeah so so hard i had never ever really truly thought about how i taught something (laughs) you know i had to think about all of the layering because they're for example, there can be a workout and yep. all of our workouts are totally to music, right? Yep. And so there can be a track and it's three and a half minutes. Yep. And I know subconsciously that's like 45 seconds, 45 mm-hmm. seconds, 45 seconds, first chorus, first chorus, yep. bridge yep. chorus. Like that's how it works yep. and you learn the format of music. Okay. Um, but to teach someone that I didn't realize. Yeah, right. If that makes yep. sense. Yeah, it was a bit more subconscious. You were like, yep, this yeah. is how it works. Yep. And there's, there's this whole kind of you can just like teach a class but then there's this whole motivational section you've got to tap into the psychology yeah. of people um you've got to learn how to like beat speak so you kind yeah. of learn to be like a bit of a dj yeah, in a okay. weird way you All know right. where it's like you've got to get your rhythm right yeah. and so it took a lot of trial and error yeah the first even just to have that first class taught took so much. And even when I was down in Melbourne, mm-hmm. the whole time was like on the phone. Okay, this no. is what's happening. This is, yep, yep, awesome, Bef- cool. Before the class, obviously. The yeah, class. Yep. yeah. Not in a class, not like trying to speak. Yeah, no, not quite. Um, and I was so nervous. Yep. And then everything ran okay. And that's when I was like, oh my gosh, yep. this is running without really me. well without me. Yeah. And so then I was like, imagine if, we could have two classes running at one time in two locations. Yeah. What would happen then? Yeah, yeah. And so it just kind of grew and grew and grew to the point that it was like, all right, we need our own space. Of course. We really can't just keep using a rented space. Yeah. And so all this time as it's growing, are you doing like social media sort of post? How, how is it growing? Like what's, what was your sort of 
yeah, behind so it. So I was kind of learning a crash course in business. Okay. And ha- even though I had studied a degree in it, which obviously yep. helped, um, definitely you never really truly learn until you're on the ground. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that was really challenging is I was still doing all of my personal training sessions mm. on top of this, as well as teaching classes for wow. the gym. Yep. So I very quickly found that I was just in over my head. Yeah. Um, and so a couple of things that I learned very quickly, number one was to get a mentor yep. or someone who has been there, done that. Yep. Um, so the first investment I made was to get a business coach. Okay, yep. Um, How'd you go about finding them? Um, my dad runs his own business yep. and she had worked with him. Okay. Um, and had absolutely skyrocketed his business. Yep. Um, and they were um, really good friends and I'd known her through, she'd spoken at things that I'd been to yep. and she was in association with a lot of my lecturers at university. Right, okay. So. Um, and so I just reached out to her yep. and I essentially emailed her and was like, will you teach me how to be an entrepreneur? <laughs> and she was like, yes, I would love to. Yep. Um, and she doesn't live in Brisbane, so we had to Skype or speak on the phone. Wow. Um, and then that was the best decision I ever made purely because she really challenged me whether we were speaking monthly mm. or fortnightly or whatever it was, that I had to have things done yeah, yeah. by the time that I spoke with her yeah. next. Um, and it's I could, so easy to just kind of push it back. Totally. And, and I was back. like, yeah. I'm exhausted. I'm too busy. Yeah. I can't do it right yeah. now. Um, and so she would teach me to think, okay, how do you market? You know, mm. who is your consumer? Yeah. What does that look like? Create a idea of your perfect customer mm. and speak to them and how did that change like from the beginning when you first started to now what sort of how did you figure out your ideal customer what was really challenging is i thought i was my ideal customer yeah and so i just tried to word everything like i wanted to hear it yeah um and i I didn't realize, but I am the really special type of person who just loves to exercise. And I kind of crossed all of those barriers where exercise was no longer a huge challenge for me. Um, It was something, it was fun. It was already in my daily routine. Um, Whereas the general population who owns 95% of the market, that's not the case. And so I initially started my marketing where it was kind of like, we're really hardcore and it's the hardest workout you'll ever get, yeah. and, which it was. Yeah. Um, and I tried to get guys and girls in. Mm-hmm. And that was also really hard yeah. um, because I was trying to learn the Facebook al- algorithms. I was trying to learn how Instagram was working. Yeah. This was back in the day where Instagram was still kind of very fresh. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I was trying to learn visually how to appeal to yeah. guys and girls. And the other thing too is when you first start out, you're like, oh, we need like photos. Yeah. And we need like videos yeah. and content. And it was just me. Yeah. And so, yeah. And I'm too busy like teaching the classes. So then it was like, I need a photographer. Yep. I need a videographer. How do I get that when I have no yep. money? Yep. How do I find someone to collaborate with me to yep. give them something in return? And so I learn a lot of collaboration. Okay. Um, I learn a lot of, um, I guess, pre-planning. Okay. Um, yep. So I had to go, okay, this is what the week's going to look like. This is what the month's going to look like. Right. And do you think that's what sort of started to grow your following as well? On, on Absolutely. Yep. It, it, the, the biggest thing was word of mouth. Yep. Um, people would try it and then they'd bring a friend. Okay. Um, I'd have like a seven-day free trial. So people could come in and try it for free. And if they liked it, they stayed. Okay. If they didn't, they wouldn't. But the second that they tried the classes, yeah. they were like, this is so different. This is something I've never experienced before. What what, what made it so different? What do you think? Um, so there was this, a couple of years ago, before there was the whole boutique studio experience in Brisbane, yep. there was group fitness mm-hmm. that you went to a commercial gym, you paid $15 a week to be there, mm-hmm. It was your stock standard class that has been exactly the same since 1980. Yeah. 
it was so monotonous, straightforward. The music sucked. Yeah. It was terrible cover music of these disgusting remixes. And it was very like, ding, 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 yeah. like whatever. And everyone kind of goes in, has done the same workout for 20 years. Yeah. The first thing you learn when you go to uni about science is that the body adapts. Of course. It has to be challenged. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the other thing is people also have the option to do personal training. Mm-hmm. But a personal trainer is going to cost triple the amount of, of what your weekly yep. fee is to go to the gym. Yep. And even in personal training, yes, it's specialized. Yes, um, you're able to be challenged because you have that person critiquing and fixing every mm-hmm. step of the way. But you still lack that community, motivation, yeah. um, atmosphere, energy yep. that I really felt I wanted to provide. Mm. Um, and I noticed how cosmetic the gym was. Okay. It was so fake. People, there were two types of people that went there. Yep. There was um, the cardio bunnies yep. who went every day, were at the front. Everyone knew who they were. Yep. And then there was these people who paid 15 bucks a week, went once every six months, yep. cro- like creeped yep. in, yep. did the thing in the back, yep. and then went. Um, and <laughs> literally, which is the general population. Yep. And so I wanted to break the mold. Mm. I wanted to show people that exercise could be fun. Mm-hmm. It could be something that they went to and enjoyed yep. as opposed to being something they had to do. It's something they wanted to do. That's right. Yep. It was their social outing. It was their friends. Yep. They would go and then they would go for coffee. And I wanted to create this community that then would enable me the opportunity to transform their life mm. as opposed to just giving them a fitness class. Yep. Make it a lifestyle sort Absolutely. of thing. And yep. Educate them. Educate yep. them on not only their fitness, yep. but also their diet, their nutrition, their yeah, mindset. Because yeah. you guys do that as part of your package. Yeah? You do like the nutrition yeah. side of things. Yeah. And, yep. So now the membership base as it is, Every single Rule by Beck member gets a weekly meal plan. Oh, wow. Um, we're affiliated with a dietitian. Yep. She creates the meal plans. Every single member gets a login. Okay. We have an app. They log in. They get their meal plans every week. Like what to cook sort of thing and recipes. recipes all whole that. recipe database. Wow. Um, she creates it all, whether they're wanting to gain muscle, lose fat, yeah, right. whatever it looks like. Um, and we're also associated with like exercise psychologists oh, okay. to talk about mindset, um, to allow people to understand why they make the decisions yeah. that they make. Why do people binge eat? Why do people yo-yo? Yeah. Why do people come for three weeks and then not come for two months? Um, That's and really actually, cool. yeah, yeah, actually tap into the psychology of... Yeah their body to essentially change their life yeah so bringing it all together rather than having to go three separate things which we none of us will do unless you're super super yeah dedicated wow and um what's it been like to yeah put that uh, community together where people actually like hang out after class and get coffee and stuff what was that like it almost organically happened Mm -hmm. um, when we made the decision that we needed to move into a space on our own. um, I essentially put a shout out to my membership base and was like, hey, we're doing working bees. Anyone that wants to come and help build this studio space, free breakfast, we'll put on breakfast for you. And so we do a class and then everyone would come and we would lay floors, paint walls, put mirrors up, um, wow. Yeah, everything. Like I had a ton of equipment shipped from China. Yep. And it was like, we've got to put all this stuff together and we have no idea how to. Wow. And, and so I was kind of learning everything on the fly, still running all the classes. And because of that, I, I guess people like in Australia, they, they just have this like, they want to support yeah. the underdog, yeah. Yeah. you yeah. know? And so they were like, yeah, cool. We're free. Like I had people who would rock up and be like, hey, we bought a kettle for the studio and like bring it. And because of that, they were imprinted in the fabric of who Raw by Beck was. Um, And at this time, it wasn't called Raw by Beck. It was called Raw Training. And so we were like, yeah, Raw Training. And then we went, okay, we're going to do a name change. Um, Reason being was for trademarking and intellectual property purposes. Um, And we were like, we've got this 
big name change coming up and as a result of that they felt like they were part of that. Take me back to when when you were first just deciding whether to go from your job to to this. What sort of thoughts were going through your mind? Like what yeah, what were you thinking then? I think the biggest thing was that um, and we kind of mentioned this, but naivety is an awesome thing. Mm -hmm. Not knowing how hard business is, mm -hmm. is so good. Yep. Because if you knew how hard it was, you probably wouldn't do it. Yep. So if you looked forward and went, this is what the next five years is going to look like. If I was in a secure job, yep. I'd probably be too scared. Yep. Um, one of the basic, I guess, essentials for human survival or you know for us to feel yep. well and whole is to know that we have shelter a roof over our head um, food. food on the table yep. and income yep. um and i i guess knowing that i wanted to be in the fitness industry so badly yep and when i was trying to juggle the two yep. and it got to the point that i had to choose one or the other mm -hmm. Um, I think the thought, like I tried to imagine what it would be like to stay corporate, yep. what that would look like, yep. and then imagine what it would look like to go into the fitness industry. Right. Yep. I was 21, mm -hmm. so essentially I think I just made the decision that I was like, I'm young, yep. if all else fails, yep. I can always go back. Yeah, 100%. You know, I'll always have my degree. Yep. Um, essentially I was very good at my job. So I knew that it wasn't something that I was leaving because I couldn't do it, yep. if that made sense. Yep. But I didn't know if I was good at running a fitness business. Of course. So essentially what I wanted to make sure was, is that I gave it a crack. Okay. Yep. It was still the hardest thing ever. Yep. But I think that was my mindset around it. And quite often doors close because you need to go one way. Yeah. Um, and because when I inquired about going into the studio space mm -hmm. or into the gym as a personal trainer and they straight away said, yes, we'd love you. Okay. I think that was a really, really good indicator. So you already had some videos and stuff that you showed the sort of gym space or you had none of that? You just kind of talked to them and they sort of felt the energy and were like, yep, sweet. Like, well, I was already working for them. Okay. So I was teaching group fitness classes yeah. for them. Yep. Um, so they already were aware of who I was. Right. And yep. I'd already done that for two or three years prior because right. okay. I did it all through uni yeah. as my uni job. Yeah. Um, and I just happened to also be a qualified personal trainer. Right. Um, because I had just done that study in, as, yeah. when I was in uni as well, just because I loved the fitness yeah, industry. Yeah. I just wanted to do it as well. Um, so when they saw that and they saw that my classes were very popular, they straight away were like, it's an it, awesome fit. Yeah. 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 No, nice. There you go. And um, did you have any like days when you first transitioned where you were like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe, uh, you know, like, what am I doing right here? Yeah. The biggest transition, um, and I know this sounds so silly because now it's my day-to-day -day that I don't think about it, but I had to almost cancel my social life. Yeah. Um, and working nine to five yep. is awesome because everyone else is working yep. nine to five. Yeah. And so they can, like, you know, they have after work drinks and you know, you talk, you hang out with your coworkers and the yep. company I worked for had like 500 staff members. Oh, wow. And so it was kind of like, you know, we all hang out on weekends and we do this and we do that. Yep. And then I went from that massive world yeah. to being a solopreneur yep. where it was just me and I had to get up at 4.30 every morning. Yep. I would work till 9, 10 o'clock every night. Yep. Um, you get exhausted. Oh. You know, it's absolutely exhausting and you feel that transition and all of a sudden things that used to be of such a high priority to yep. you, you were no longer. Like, for example, I used to just love shopping yep. and I would just shop all the time and I just love clothes and all that stuff. The second that I really thought about money yep. and what 
I earned, yep. like how that would transform into yep. what I paid for, I no longer had the desire whatsoever to frivolously spend money. Okay. Um, I never had a guaranteed income anymore. Yep. Yeah. You know? Yeah. One week it, I could earn two hundred dollars. Yeah. One week it could be eight hundred. Yeah. You know, and you just never know. That's right. And so because of that, I was so afraid to spend anything. And yep. so it's been good. It gives you these principles where now looking at it, I still view it exactly the same way. Yeah, right. Um, and I think, yeah, I think that was the biggest transition is that I can remember feeling so isolated, mm. um, feeling so alone. Um, did, did you have any friends that were like, had their own businesses or doing anything in that sort of space? Or was it more so? To be totally honest, yeah. I did, but not my age. Okay. So no one who was my age, everyone else was working a corporate job. Yeah. Or like a lot of my girlfriends were getting married Okay. Um, having babies, those sorts yep. of things. Um, whereas I obviously was just yeah. not. So um, it was a very sort of, yeah, individual yeah. journey that no one could really kind of understand. Yeah, yet. and you probably feel the same way, but I felt as though I wanted to spend more time with people who were 10, 15 years older than yep. me yep. because they related. That's right. You yep. know, they could understand. Um, and every conversation I had, all of a sudden, I just became exhaustive of, of like small talk. Yeah. You know, it just didn't mean anything to me anymore. And um, gossip and those sorts of things. I just didn't have the energy. The time as yeah, well, I time. think, you know, you just like, no, it's, there's more important things to, yeah. Yeah, to, yeah. And I think that's a realization that a lot of people, I think it, times are definitely changing and entrepreneurship is becoming such a, a relevant thing now mm -hmm. but a couple of years ago it wasn't as much and i think a lot of people would come to that i guess realization that those sorts of things weren't important when they were maybe like in their mid-30s yeah um yep. whereas coming to the realization of those things in my early 20s yeah um i didn't have things i could talk to my friends about anymore you know because it you'd almost have a conversation with them and come away from it and just be like man those things are so unimportant yeah you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. Even um, yeah, even today, like you know, it's it's hard um, with some of my uh, friends from school and stuff that we still catch up. Uh, you know, maybe every couple of weeks or whatever. And yeah. it's, it's a different sort of conversation than um, to yeah, some of my friends that are in the space uh, of owning their own business and yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a different lifestyle essentially. Absolutely. Yeah, and um, did um, so you were saying it. Going from a corporate job to your own business definitely changed your mindset around money as well. Yes. Um, yeah, tell me, was that something that was important to, to change or would it have taken you as far up the journey if you hadn't sort of changed those that mindset around it? Oh, definitely not. I think um, the second you start really considering how far every dollar can go, mm -hmm. Um, and what you can use yep. that dollar for. And that was something that really, really helped with having those mentors and people who were in business. Yep. Um, I think prior to that, the, I guess, general human tendency is you earn and you spend. Yep. Whereas I started thinking, how could I make $1 two? Yeah. Or how could I make $2 $10? Yeah. Yep. You know, and the thing that was, I think, the most important around that is it wasn't how can I make it $10 so I can spend it? Yeah. It was how could I make $10 so that I could market? Yeah. Yeah. Or it's I could huge, right? buy more equipment or I could hire someone. Yeah. Or, you know, you start, I, you almost have to take on this selfless, I guess, persona and mindset. Yep. Um, because especially in the early days, and it, I, I honestly don't think it's ever going to change, mm -hmm. you will never put yourself first in business. Even though I think quite often as entrepreneurs, um, we work ourselves into the ground. Yep. Um, and I think almost every person in business gets to that point of burnout yep. and we yep. shouldn't. Um, but that's because we are so passionate about what we do. 100%. That yeah. we don't know how to switch off. We don't know how to stop thinking about it. It's the worst sometimes. You're laying in bed and you're like, I just want to sleep. But then it's like this idea and this idea. And you're like, oh, I'm going to yep. do that tomorrow. Yeah, yep. exactly. It's, it's crazy, right? Yeah. And then I feel like as things grow, it's 
it again you just take that back seat of um it's almost like growing like a baby you got to look after and and then uh extra expenses come on and this and that and it's yeah it's it's constant it's constant always yeah, yeah. and i think the other thing too is is that you need to have a vision you know like someone will be like okay cool so what is the goal what does that look like and um you know quite often we can go oh could be this it could be that and it's okay to have a couple of different i guess ideas in mind but thinking okay cool so if i like for us it's a membership number um because the more members we have the more cash we have um which means the more classes we can put on um, the more technology we can incorporate, um, the more we can give back, yep. um, the more charities we can help, um, you know, just this whole thing. And even just now, this, the space as it is where I'm like, man, we've got seven, like there's seven of us. And to think like those people five years ago weren't doing what they're doing yeah, now. Yeah, how crazy is that? And to actually see like we've been able to go on this journey together and provide them with jobs that they yep. love yeah and they can go to every day and they feel like they're making a difference it's such an honor that you i guess want to grow so that you can do more exactly if that makes sense yeah yeah and um yeah why is it important for you to to give back and sort of why is that sort of a priority for you the only reason i am where i am right now is because people were so generous yeah with their knowledge with their time Mm -hmm. um man even even just in those very very early days um the law firm who helped with everything um specialized in startups okay and the legal fees were more than what i earned in a year in my corporate job right and so essentially they caught wind of my vision and because every time i kind of went in i'd be like you know like this like energetic like this is what we're going to do we're going to change the world um they caught wind of that and so they straight away went look you tell us how long it's going to take you to pay this invoice off we will allow you to pay it off for as long if it's going to take you five years ten years interest free wow that's amazing yeah because they were so generous with their time and stuff like that um and even just like mentors that i've had um, my dad is a really successful businessman yep. and he, regardless of how stressful he is, always had the time of day to speak to mm. me and help me yep. read contracts with me, like teach me things. Wow, yeah. Um, because of that, I, I still am only scratching the surface of what would be, I guess, quote unquote, a successful business. Yep. But if I can help others do that, that would just it would just be the most incredible thing. Yeah. So just giving back. Yeah. yeah. Being a leader. um, And I think with all of my members, that's why we have such a beautiful community Mm. is because we are all so hands-on. Yeah. And I think the vision starts and stops with me. Yeah. So if I have a vision that I can empower the team to also have, and if we can share that together, and then impact more people Mm -hmm. you know i think what is really special about the industry that i'm in is that firsthand i see people transform their lives in front of my eyes yeah um and then to see you know what i was on medication i was depressed i couldn't get out of bed all those sorts of things now look what i'm doing you know to see that is the most rewarding thing on the planet for sure um it's addictive you want to be able to help more and more and more mm-hmm. um and something yeah, it's that, almost like a drug right exactly yeah. exactly and because we are so busy in business we're not necessarily time free yeah. to be able to volunteer a lot and those sorts yeah. of things at charities organizations those sorts of things yeah. but if i'm able to help fund oh you know like so there's ways that we can do what we can do and yeah. we can do fundraising events which we do all the time um you know we sponsor children in other countries and all those sorts of things for us to be able to um help our members know that their dollar is actually going to something yeah that's more than just them yeah yeah and that's that's awesome i think that definitely shows through with in in your passion and why you do it and um and yeah just on on passion tell me um 
how do you transfer that to your team and to you? Yeah, what's what's the biggest like key that you found to transfer that? Um, the first thing is to continuously self-develop myself. Mm -hmm. um, learning that your team watches your every move. Yep. So regardless of what time of day it is, um, regardless of how tired you are, um, I had to be very, very clear and it was something I did right back at the get-go. Um, I had to outline the mission of the business, mm -hmm. um, the vision, mm -hmm. um, and what we're here for. Okay. Um, and then before anybody even starts working for me, they must align with those values. Okay. Yep. Um, and so our heart obviously is to radically transform the fitness industry. Um, a place where normal people aren't accepted, we provide a safe place. Right. So they, the entire team knows that. Yep. Um, we have um, procedures and systems in place. Like for example, we have a document called setting the table. Okay. And what we do is we set the table for people to come. And so when they enter the studio space, like you guys would have seen the other day, it's not like a normal gym. Yeah. You know, it's a place where people can come and they can feel like, I actually want to hang out here. Like, yeah, it's cool. You got beanbags, you yeah. got like a couch. It's, yeah, it's awesome yeah. there. Yeah. And anytime there has ever been wording by a member, anytime someone said something, we take it on board. Okay. So, for example, people like, man, I wish there's a place that I could keep my kids. Right. And yep. I was like, cool, let's build a kids' corner. Yeah. You know, like, and people were like, man, I wish I could hang out here after class and not have to go, like, have right, breakfast yeah. somewhere and I was like cool let's create couches yeah. and let's get newspapers and magazines yeah. and yeah. those sorts of things and people are like I wish I knew that person's name and so now I'm like before every class talk to the person next to you you know oh, cool um yeah. get to know them we have a Facebook community that's just <laughs> growing daily um we're very active on our socials yeah um everyone knows the trainers by name we know every member by name yeah um and so teaching my team the importance of that mm -hmm. has been a process that we are changing every day. Mm. So it's something I have to work on every day with the team. Yep. Um, and I think it's something that is still building and shaping as we go. But because we're so small and because we're so, I guess, tight knit mm -hmm. um, and because I'm so aware of my language mm -hmm. um, and how I speak them mm. and around them um, but all of that training has come through the psychological training we've done with exercise okay so for example I think a lot of the time quite a while ago exercise was like you know you think that's hard enough yeah. like you can push harder look at that you know you really think that's good enough yeah. oh please you know I'm gonna kill you <laughs> like whereas now it's more like you realize your body can only do what your mind mm -hmm. tells it. Mm -hmm. So let's retrain your mind. Let's reprogram. You are better than you realize. You yep. are stronger than you realize. That's much more entertaining. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And so I think because people see that multiple times a day with me coaching that mm. from the front, yeah. Um, the team naturally follows suit. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yep. And, and there are times that I slip up all the time. Yeah. Um, but. I think because there is also no, I'm the boss, they're the employee. Yeah. It's a very like unified, I t regardless of whether you're 18 or 40, because yeah. I have people who are working for me that are younger than me and yeah. older than me. Um, everyone's on an even playing field. Yeah. doesn't matter what car you drive into the driveway with and how you leave. When we're in there, we're all wearing active wear. Yeah. We're all on an even playing field. Yeah. We're all humans with human abilities and that's how we treat everyone i love it um yeah so take us into the day in the life with beck how does uh what time do you get up well my alarm goes off every morning at 4 30. okay yep. um and i set about five alarms okay because yep. i'm paranoid that i'm gonna miss one okay 
So I have five set just in case. No way. Um, wow, that's that's awesome. I've got one where I literally have to go downstairs, scan a barcode, and then it'll, it'll stop. What? Yep. yep. That is amazing. Yep. So when, yep, I just, I'm not an early morning person. Yep, so yep. this one just gets me up and I'm like, all right, I'm up. <laughs> that's awesome and i'm also paranoid um i live in an apartment complex mm -hmm. and underneath it's like a roller door yep and some days it just decides it's not going to work oh no and so i have to make this decision every night where i'm like am i going to park on the street yeah and drive no yep. it's all going to be okay or am i going to risk it <laughs> and it's probably like the roller door doesn't work probably once every six months. Okay. But on the day that it doesn't work, yeah. it's always the morning that I'm the only person that's going to be in the studio. Oh, no. And so it's always like, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. Anyways, so I think that gets me out of bed yep, because yep. I'm so, like, nervous that I want to get Just down in there, case. like, early enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. There you go. And so is it just, like, do you have a quick bite to eat before you go? Or Yeah, so... I don't eat before yep. I go, um, but I have like my pre-workout mixed up, yep. get up, get dressed, get my puppy. Yep. Um, and I bring like 10 bags with me, yep. run downstairs. Um, it's about a 20 minute drive to work. Yep. So during that time, I listen to the playlist okay. yep. um, that I've created um, for the workout that morning. Yep. Rego over choreography in my head, yep. make sure I'm set for the day. Right. Um, and then I arrive at the studio by about 10 past five. Yep. Um, open up, set up, first class of the day is at 5.30. Yep. So it's like go time from about 5.15. Yep. Um, very high energy um, through until 6.30. Um, then I do personal training sessions. So I still PT about 15, 20 sessions a week. Wow, okay. Um, and... So is that people that used to do the classes and just want like a bit more personalized so they would do a class plus like a PT it, session? It, 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 it's a combination. So you, you'll notice that a lot of my personal training clients are unique in yep. that they're pregnant or they're 77 years okay. old or they have rehab mm -hmm. or specialized training that they need that one-on-one -on -one time with. Yep. A lot of them are also members, yep. um, so they do classes, but they don't have to be. Okay. Um, and a lot of them want just that extra little one-on-one -on -one time. Yeah. Um, they really value that. Yep. Um, and so, but then I also have obviously people who aren't members, can't do classes for any given reason. Yep. Or some people just prefer one-on-one. -on -one. It's okay. just what they like. Right. Um, and some people hate it. So just try to provide that for them. Yep. Um, we have another class at nine. Yep. So during that time, I am literally on the floor. And it's been a really good thing because it's forced me to empower the team mm -hmm. to do the rest of the studio. Right. So while you're teaching, they're doing while I'm all doing the behind scenes. Yep. They are washing and folding towels. They yep. are running the back end of the website. They're yep. doing membership signups. They are following people up. They're taking phone calls, answering awesome. emails, pausing contracts, ending contracts, starting contracts, yep. you know, everything. Stock take, the whole kit and caboodle. Yep. All that stuff that I couldn't do because I was on the floor with my clients. Yep. It's actually like forced me to take my hands off. Yeah, and and like which is sometimes it. very hard to do. You're like, ooh, but Hardest yeah. thing to do. Yeah. And so do that through until 8.45, have another class at 9, yep. um, then do a couple more sessions after. Mm -hmm. After that, I normally spend time with the team. Okay. So we'll either do team meeting, um, we'll workshop, so mm -hmm. with my trainers in training, I'll create workouts, we'll do a lot of research, yep. so much time. We estimate about 2,000 hours per trainer per year Wow! goes into creating the workouts. Yeah, so wow. it's huge. Um, but it's because that is our point of difference. Yeah. Is that every workout is unique, every... Um, so literally, like, pretty much you come in on a Monday, it'll be different to, like, a Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. Or, wow. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. And everything that's new. So whenever we have science, um, whether whether there's research that's been released, anything, yep. we study it, learn it, 
incorporate it straight away. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. So, so your members are obviously getting a lot of, um, a lot of awesome results because it's constantly changing, constantly always yeah. changing. It's never the same. Yeah. Um, they never ever know what's coming, mm. even though they know this is cardio. We're doing cardio. Yeah. Um, or this is lower body strength. Yeah. They never know what the workout's going to look mm. like. So their bodies never ever plateau. That's so cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, and so then I kind of essentially am in the studio. I still do a lot of the like cleaning and stuff, yep. but I, I kind of enjoy it okay. because for like 45 minutes, it's like brain dead work. Yeah. If yep. that makes you sense. You don't have to think about anything, just doing your, your thing. Yep. So it's kind of like my lunch break. Yep. You know, yep. where I'm like vacuuming, which is kind of really nice. <laughs> or like doing mirrors or yep. something like that. Um, and so I'll do that um, and then I'll head home and I spend the back half of my day um, if I don't have any other meetings or anything that I need to go to. Um, that time is spent finalizing, obviously, if I'm organizing an event, um, I still run all of the marketing, you know, doing the marketing, responding to people who've reached to me. Yep. I run all the social media accounts. Oh, wow. Um, so still planning the social media. Yep. Um, I spend a lot of the time thinking about what do we need to do to grow. Yep. Growing that. Um, meeting with people. Yeah, that whole business owner yeah, yeah. end of it. Yep. That um, doesn't end when you leave the no. office. Yeah. And I still take every single new person phone call. Okay. So if anyone wants to come into the studio and they register on a trial, yep. I do all those calls. So I'm still their first point of contact. Um, it's something that I'm training the team to do yeah, now. Yeah, just going to ask, yeah. So they currently have taken over the text messaging side. Yep. So we have like systems in place yep. where people still get at least one point of contact every week. Oh, well, okay. Um, and my... Is that like, hey, coming in or... Missing you or oh, it'll wow. be like, congratulations on completing your first week. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, we run eight-week challenges. Yep. Um, and so it'll be like, hey, you've hit halfway in the challenge. How are you feeling? Those sorts wow, of things. Wow, that's really cool. You yeah. don't get that very often. No. So, yep. I've worked with a lot of other gym owners and no one does this. Mm. It's just so... It's it's hard. It's like, time-consuming. It's time-consuming. It's, yeah. yeah. So. And so, <clears throat> but it's the thing that has made us have 92% retention. Wow. Which has enabled us to be able to grow. Mm -hmm. um, so we look after mm. our members, they bring yeah. people. Yeah, they, they want to share that with, with their loved ones yeah. and their friends. Yeah. yeah. And as I'm getting <clears throat> busier, the next step is getting them to start to take on more of yeah. those calls. Yeah. Which we have scripts in place, we have all of that sorted. It's just, still, it still seems like it's, it's like, it's you're like, that oh, I don't, I don't. Yeah, it's that next step. I really yeah. enjoy it because yeah. I love to speak to people. Yeah. But my team also, it's just upskilling. Yeah. They're, they're nearly there. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I know what you mean. I, I love chatting with, with clients and it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's sort of past that baton on, yep. if you will. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really cool. And so you've uh, recently been you know, tried out Thinkitch. How's, how's that been part of your lifestyle? Um, has it been easy or how's that helped, like not having to drive, not having to think about whether the gate's going to open or not? Yes. So. It was actually really cool. They were on time. Mm -hmm. The app was so easy to use. Mm -hmm. So literally you open, plug in your destination, plug in your time. Yep. Someone is there set to go cool. the other thing that i really liked about it mm -hmm. is that i like that i have the opportunity to get to know people who have the same route as me yeah you know they are following along in the same way yep. we can build relationships we can share that it's so incredibly cost effective yeah it's cheaper than me driving my car yep you know which was amazing and it was just one less thing I had to worry about. Mm. You know, it actually gave me the time to be able to, I could work in that time. Yep. Yes, yep. when I drive, I can listen to the playlist and those sorts of things, yep. but I can actually get some emails done yep. before yep. I even get to work. That's right. Which That's was right. amazing. And my drive home 
Yeah. That was 20 minutes of my time that yeah. I actually didn't have to do when I sat at home. Yeah. Because I did it in the car. Yeah. Which was amazing. Yeah. And yeah, that's that's really the main goal is to reclaim some of that time, build those communities. And um, yeah, that's that's awesome. And, um, and so take us through now, what do you do to recharge, to relax, to kind of just get back, back? Uh, um... It has been a process okay. and I think you will resonate with this as will any other business owner is exercise was my hobby. Okay. So it was the thing that I really enjoyed to do mm -hmm. and then I made it my business. Mm -hmm. I made it my job. Yeah. So essentially people are like, what do you do for fun? I used to be like, I gym. Okay. Like I yep. love to gym. Yeah. Um, whereas now I'm like, I'm a trainer. It's my job. Like, yeah. So. I have definitely found that anything active mm -hmm. is one of my favorite things to do. Okay. Um, you will have seen that I live in a really beautiful um, area. The neighborhood is absolutely gorgeous. And so I walk my dog um, and that has been so good because I'm inside all day going mm -hmm. outside, getting some, you know, vitamin D yep. and going out and just looking at the water and just walking. I have just absolutely loved it. Yep. I have to catch myself because quite often I work the whole time I'm doing it. Of course, yeah. So, you know, I'll be like texting and emailing yep. and like yep. organizing and like planning and, oh, doing, yeah. and like listening to business podcasts as I'm yep. doing it. And I'm like, oh, this is like my downtime. And you're like, no, yeah. it's really not. <laughs> yeah. Um, but besides that, I, I love music. Mm -hmm. So being able to just play music, whether it's, you know, listening to music, just going to a show, whatever that kind of looks like. I love that. Mm -hmm. um, I love to catch up with my girlfriends. Yep. Um, and I love food. Yeah, of course. So yeah. <laughs> I exercise a lot, so yep. I like to eat. Um, What's your favorite, like, cheat food that you would go to? Cheat. Oh, okay. I actually had someone ask me this yep. literally last week. And I know it sounds terrible, but I actually don't enjoy bad food. Okay because I think I've programmed myself oh my to gosh. eat like really good food. And because I'm so satisfied with the food that yeah. I eat, I'm not like, oh man, I could just totally go for like McDonald's right now, yeah. you know? But I do love, um, okay, let me think. I love sweet potato fries. Okay, yeah. I know it's like sweet potato, so it's the good version. They're still not bad, but, but they take forever to, to cook. I know. It's like, oh. I know. Yeah, anyway, it takes forever. I love them. Out. And Coles does this version that's yep. beer battered. Oh, okay. And so it's like so crunchy. <laughs> and I love them so much. Grilled. Grilled does like yep. amazing yep. potato fries. I love that. Um, I also love um, caramel sliced with the like chocolate yep. on the top. You know what I'm wow. talking about? Wow. All right. I All really, right. really love that. But then I've also like nailed a healthy version. Okay. So I kind of just defeated the purpose of saying it's a cheat meal, if that makes sense. It's so funny. I can just picture you like in a corner, like having sweet potato fries and someone walks in. You're like, <gasps> it's not me. It's not me. I and promise. And like, what are you so ashamed totally, of? Totally. You know? Totally. Yeah. No. So, so is that my favorite meal is brunch. Okay. So I love to go out and have a really big, beautiful brunch. It's a nice part of the day. Yeah. I can see it. Brisbane, nice Brisbane like, is gorgeous. The whole cafe scene is taking off. Yep. I love, I love that. I'll, yeah, bit of, bit of good brunch on a Sunday is, yeah. yep. After you've had a bit of sleep in, yes. I can relate. I can relate. So, um, tell me just to wrap up. What, what's the worst part of, of this journey sort of thing? What's the, what's the thing? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the, the bad parts of it. The, I think the most challenging part is finding balance. Mm -hmm. um, I'm definitely, definitely tired, mm -hmm. um, I think, and recognizing or acknowledging the fact mm -hmm. that you're tired. Mm -hmm. Having said that, though, I think every year you become more and more resilient. Okay, yep. Um, yep. And I can remember the early days almost feeling like I couldn't breathe wow. because I just felt like I was suffocating all the time with the stress yeah. of 
not knowing how I was going to pay rent and yeah. those sorts of things. And I think I've finally in the last probably 12 months come to the point that I feel I can breathe again yeah. just a little bit. And I mean, obviously, there's always going to be something around the corner yeah. and there's always stresses. But I think you get a little bit stronger yeah. as you go. Yep. Um, and as you grow a team, they can take a little bit of the burden, mm -hmm. you know, so you'll always hold it, but it doesn't start and stop with you. Yeah. Um, and so I think, I think that is really challenging. I think knowing how to keep going. Yeah. I was just going to say yeah. like, it's, it's just having that ability to just keep going, every keep pushing. Day. Yeah. Every day. And I mean, you, you think. I, I, yeah, I could never do that again. Like, oh man, like last year was so hard. I'm so glad I've done last year or something like yeah. that. And then you look back this year, I'm like, whoa, like I did it again. Yeah, you and know? it was even crazier. Yeah. Exactly. And you are never any less busy. Yeah, yeah. You're always getting busier. Yep. And it's always getting harder. And I think in today's society too, it's changing mm -hmm. so fast, you know? And so we've consistently, like what, worked yesterday mm -hmm. is not going to work tomorrow that's right yep. and someone who loved you yesterday may not love you tomorrow mm -hmm. if you don't continuously change and yeah. evolve and so you've got to be continuously thinking how can i change how can i yep. evolve how can i empower the team um that's really hard Another thing too is is you have to make the decision what your priorities are mm -hmm. and you've got to stick with it yep for example, I made the decision when I started the business that the priority for me was not to get married and have kids. Yep. My priority was this. Yep. And then there are those days where you see your friends and your sisters yep. and stuff doing that and enjoying like going out till two o'clock in the morning and you know, those sorts of yep. things. And you just have to tell yourself, I've made the decision. This is what I'm doing. Yep. And yep. I love it. Well, that's, that's um, the next question I wanted to, to move into was yeah how have you found relationships like what has how has that impacted the, this journey impacted relationships and maintaining relationships with different people and yeah how's that? it definitely very quickly shows who your true friends are mm -hmm. um and people that are worth investing in and people who are willing to invest into you yeah um what i think is a really good benefit is i am now best friends with my team yeah so we see each other every day we hang out every day um, and we have found this really nice mix of we hang out on the weekend yeah. and that has really helped. Um, in terms of relationships outside of that, they've kind of come and gone. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's getting better. Yep. But like we kind of touched on earlier, I guess you kind of just, I guess, prioritize. Yeah. You know, what is it? that is a priority to you yep. these people who are just not exactly worth anything yeah. in your life they kind of just fizzle themselves out yeah. naturally yep um and then you relate with people and they're people that you can have conversations i went to one of my best friends from university it was her first her son's first birthday party okay. last weekend I went there and it was so interesting seeing from 10 years ago all of my friends with babies and those sorts of things I spent the whole time talking to the one husband <laughs> that was in the room because he ran his own business. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, conversation I can you know actually, I mean? yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, I was yeah. like, man, you get me. This is amazing. Everyone else was like, oh, such and such, like did a poo. And I'm like, uh, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, and you learn to be very much like, oh, that's awesome. Okay, cool. I'm going now. Mm. Like, um, I think that has been the biggest challenge, mm -hmm. but yeah, like I said, you, you have your five and you are the sum of the people mm -hmm. that you spend the most yep. time with. Um, I'm naturally a very outgoing person, yep. so I think that has helped me. Mm. I think if there were people who were maybe a little bit more introverted, it would be a bit more of a challenge. Yeah. But I also am an absolute zombie. Yeah. When I'm at home, yeah. I'm like, don't talk to me. Don't have, I live on my own yep. and I live on my own for that reason. Yeah. Um, because I need to recharge. Yeah, so just touching back on the relationships and being outgoing. So uh, when you were first just doing it all on your own, 
and I was just kind of interacting with um, with just your clients. But then after that, you know, you didn't have someone to, I would say maybe go, or did you have someone that you could go and be like, oh, that so-and-so, or like just, you know, have a little bit of a vent. Did you have that or was it just, it was so nice to build that team to, to be able to, yeah, have that. Um, my business coach was fantastic. So she was a little bit of a sounding board. Mm -hmm. um, but also my dad. Okay. Um, I'm really, really close with my dad. Yep. Um, and because he runs his own business, he kind of gets it. Yeah. Um, but I think the other thing that was really cool or important was that he had a male perspective on things. Yeah. As a girl, I think, or as a female, we are very emotionally driven. Yep. Um, we get tired, you know, we get moody, those sorts of things. He was very logical. Yep. Um, and he was able to be that sounding board for me, but then he was actually able to bring a really logical answer yep. to it. So that helped hugely. Yeah. Um, having that one person that was a safe space and was removed Yeah. Yeah. You from everything yep. else. Um, he obviously had my best interest at heart, mm -hmm. which was good. Um, but he was also able to look at it from someone who is 30 years yeah. further on than that's me. That's right. You yeah. know, I think, yeah, so that, that was really important. Wow, no, that's that's awesome. Well, look, we'll wrap it up there. But um, thank you so much for, for having us my and being pleasure. here. Thanks for having me. Um, and, yeah, I mean, if... You guys, we've got the links down below, so do follow um, Beck, check out her story, and um, yeah, feel free to reach out. And um, again, thank you again. My and, pleasure. Uh, yeah. thank, thank you. you. Oh, enchanté.